Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Roll and tape! Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. My name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast, and we're so glad that you're here with us once again this week for a new episode from the Front Porch podcast. Yeah, Sessions. Um, sessions. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say like front porch land, oh. and then that kind of took my mind down to lunch lady land. And <laughs> What's I'm lunch like, lady oh, land? Yes. Oh, you know, like Sloppy Joe's, Slop, Slop, Sloppy Joe's. Yeah? Is that so part I, of the song? I think they're all intertwined. Oh, okay. Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. Okay. I just was giggling right off the bat because when you did roll in tape, I like leaned away as if I'm not wearing... <laughs> like, like I couldn't get away from like it. Like you could it, escape, and yes, it just yes. you just realized, oh, yeah, yeah, he's following me. <laughs> it's not gonna work. That's funny. Yep. As we get going here, as always, if you do us a favor, if you haven't haven't already, That's subscribe, <laughs> review, and rate. We'd greatly appreciate it, and we recommend five stars because we love you five stars, and would appreciate if you loved us five stars back. While you're doing things for us, go and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast. There, you can follow our feed and our stories, participate in polls, yada yada yada. But most importantly, that is where you can find us. The easiest way to communicate with us through direct message. That is the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. Did you just yada 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 Instagram? I did. <laughs> I inst- I All yada right. yada the gram. All right, bonus points if you get the reference. <laughs> it's not so, a song. No, this time it was not. So, are you surprised I knew something other than uh, musical references? No, but this one is a little obscure. I mean, it really you, you, well in terms of you, like it's not obscure, but like. There's certainly a generational gap. There's going to be people who have no idea what we're saying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but people of a certain age. People of a certain would age. Would know. Yes. And there's probably only a few things from that that I could yes. quote or yes. um, what's paraphrase, <laughs> get the gist of yes. with yes. that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, it was more something that I was into, not so much you. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Much like many things in life. <laughs> and vice versa, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And that's totally fine. Yes, it we is. We don't have to share a brain. <laughs> we don't have to share interest. Whew. Boy, oh boy. What would you think if you were in my brain for a day? I, well, I was going to say something really rude. I was going to say <laughs> I would probably <laughs> cry, but. <laughs> probably cry. <laughs> You'd have some sympathy for me? Well, I'd probably come out with a major headache. What do you think? Oh, you might. Yeah. You might. Not everybody can handle this type of thinking. No, no. I'm not even sure you can. (laughs) Some days. Some days it's a challenge. Yeah. Well, how was your week? Um, It was pretty crazy. It was mostly good, but there were some not so great moments for sure. So, yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about them or you want to talk about them in a few minutes? We can we can let you answer the question and then we can talk about it if you want to. Okay. We can do that for a little bit. So how was your week? My week was good. Yeah. It was good. It was, uh, there were some long days, mm-hmm. uh, both professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of stress associated with it mm-hmm. and probably some other things I am forgetting uh, <laughs> right now. Like 12 hours ago, I could have rattled off a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, oh, when you're not sitting down to record, you mm-hmm. think of these things, and it's not at a time that you can write them down. Right. Uh, but so it was It was a good week, though. Good. Nothing, you know, nothing too major one way or the other. I, I think overall it was a really good week. That's really nice, because it, it had potential to not be all that great. Oh, yeah. I mean, not to say it wasn't without its challenges. Yeah. <laughs> what week isn't anymore? That's true. That is very true. So. so you are back from assignment. I am. I thought that was a really <laughs> clever way of uh, not discussing what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you weren't here. No. You, I mean, you weren't sick. No. You weren't just mad at us. So you're like <laughs> pouting and not going to record. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, upstairs. <laughs> you you were on assignment, uh, just not for the podcast. Oh, okay. okay. How does that work? Because well, can I, let me tell you something before you me. get into it. Um, so like the next day I was watching, uh, the morning news, Mm -hmm. a national news organization, Mm -hmm. which is not the, the, uh, the broadcast company that I would normally watch. Oh, okay. You shut things up a bit? Well, I've, I've kind of given up the other one. Oh. 
Not uh, not necessarily by choice, more out of necessity. Okay. Uh, one that the the one I'd prefer to watch is we reference sometimes doesn't come in too well. Yeah, that antenna is not. All and that then great. when we start, oh, but times of the year is fine. But we <laughs> ran into a, a phrase a time that it, it wasn't always clear in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, as we referenced here, the local news it got to where I couldn't take the two jabronis <laughs> that were on there. <laughs> Uh, so I had a switch, so which meant I also switched my morning national news, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a reporter that was on assignment. No way. Yeah. Um, okay. But she was coming to them from like New Zealand. Oh yeah, I wasn't doing anything that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So uh, you were gone. I was gone. Uh, part of last week. So yeah. you want to just tell us in generalities a little bit about where you were, what you were doing. I don't know what those look for. I'm just trying to figure out like how general, because as always, we did not discuss what we were going to do, but... Oh, I discussed it. In your head? Yep. Okay. That sounds about right. See, that's why I'm saying I'd probably cry. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff happening up there that I don't know about. Maybe for the best. Well, I went on assignment to Colorado and I flew out on Sunday and flew back Tuesday, just barely Tuesday, by the way. Just barely. I think you could say you flew back Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Um, It was supposed to be a great pick of flights. I should have gotten to my destination just after noon, and I should have gotten back to my home destination a little after maybe 8.30 at night, and it should have been one of those things like, this is great, because I flew in and out of an airport that's not even an hour away. It was going to be, for the situation, it was actually ideal. And when I got up Sunday morning to drive to the airport, I had a text, which this is something that's pretty cool, I think, that you can, for some reason, I couldn't download the app for this particular airline, but it texted me and said, there's been a delay. And so your flight will not fly out until 10 something. So I was like, well, that's great. Cause I was up before anybody else. Yeah. You were up like five 30 ish. Yeah. Maybe a little before. And my thought was, and you crawled back into bed. Yes. I'm like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I think I got back into bed for an hour, hour and a half, something like that, which of course, as always, once I fell back to sleep, that was the best sleep of the entire night. And when I got up, got going, No more text. Everything's fine. I got over to the airport. This is a smaller airport, so pretty simple for the most part. And then flew uh, into Colorado. I had one stop, and then I would be to my destination. And that particular stop was not good. As soon as I touched down, there was text. Your gate's been changed, flight's been pushed back, all that sort of stuff. And I was supposed to meet some people, so I'm in constant communication mm-hmm. with them. And, okay, it's been pushed back because they were just going to wait at the airport. We're all coming from different parts of the country, and we were all meeting at this one at the same airport. airport. Flying yeah. into the same airport. It was going to be mostly great. How long was your flight delay in there? So you take your first leg, and we can go and say where you went. It doesn't oh, matter. okay. So you went into Denver, yeah. and you flew over to Colorado Springs. How yes. long was that delay? Just ballpark, best guess. I'm trying to remember. It was maybe ended up being about three hours because there was a point that we okay. even boarded. Because do you remember this? We boarded. I sat on the tarmac for over an hour. And then you got had to, you went back. You got off. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Basically enough time for a potty break. And yes. then it's like, all right, everybody back on the yes. plane. Yes. Chop, chop. Yes. Because and- while we were sitting on the tarmac, the they kept talking about we're waiting on a fuel truck to come. And really the flight from Denver to Colorado Springs was 18 minutes, like in the air, 18 minutes. <laughs> and they said, we do not have enough fuel to do that, which of course, you know. Wow. Yeah. That, that couldn't have been good. So they're waiting on a fuel truck. So like their light zone. I guess. Like in your car when it yes, comes on and maybe, you have like 50 maybe, miles left. Yeah, maybe. Their light had been on yes. for a while. <laughs> Apparently. And they're saying, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And you can even tell because, you know, these these uh, stewardesses, can I still call them stewardesses? I think they're flight attendants. Flight now. attendants. Okay. Flight attendants. But you can show your age. 
Oh, oh yeah. I guess that is true. Uh, these flight attendants are generally like they're really chipper, upbeat, very professional. But you could tell they're getting a little frustrated to the point that even the pilot got on the intercom and is like, we don't know what the delay is. We have asked and nobody's responding. And I thought, oh, this can't be good. Well, finally, the fuel chart got over there. And then the announcement, which this is when we deplaned, was that the fuel valve was frozen. That's just how cold it was. That's not good. No, it was bitterly cold. They could not fuel the plane. I don't know anything about planes. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, I know less about planes than I do chicken. <laughs> and um, yeah, I would think if your f- fuel valve is frozen, <laughs> yep. um, that's not a good sign. No, no. So we deplaned, which I think at this point you and I every have been time you say that, mm-hmm. I think Fantasy Island. <laughs> deplane, deplane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we got off the plane. And honestly, I didn't want to because I thought, oh, <laughs> I don't want to get up. I don't want to get back off. I don't want to get. but sitting on the plane for three hours. You're right. You are right. What if your phone right. went dead? Oh, well, I guess that's true. What if you finished your book? <laughs> or finished uh, Hearing Megan? <laughs> yes. Because that's what I was watching. That's rough. Yeah. At one point, I looked it up. Uh-huh. And depending on the time of day and traffic, mm-hmm. you could have driven there oh, yeah. in an hour or less. Yeah. I think at once I looked, it was like 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Another time, it was like an hour and 10 minutes, yeah. depending on traffic and stuff. Yeah. It was. I, I did not realize. I knew it was a quick flight. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was 18 yeah. minutes. When they said that, I thought, what in the world am I doing here? I could run that a car. That's crazy. So finally, yes, we got there. We got there, um, and it was it was much colder than I was I was thinking it was going to. I'd watched the weather, but I don't know if it turned or what happened. But it was bitterly cold. But the Colorado Springs is actually really beautiful. You and I went years ago before the kids. A long time ago. Yeah. To to a conference, and, and I don't remember a lot about it. I know that shocks you. I feel like we stayed maybe on the outskirts of Colorado Springs. I really don't remember. Yeah. At it was all. for some sort of conference that the, we were covering. The only thing I remember is we met some of our friends mm-hmm. uh, from our former institution mm-hmm. and we ate at a barbecue place. Oh, we did. That's the only thing. And I did look it up okay. because we recently saw it on TV. And I'm like, oh, I think that's where we were. Okay. And I looked it up. Uh, because I was going to recommend that you guys try to go there, but it's closed on oh. Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh, of course. So you didn't miss out on anything <laughs> with that. Oh, man. Well, we were visiting a school, and the school sits kind of on top of, I don't know if it was actually a mountain or just a really tall hill in, in town. And basically, you look out the front door and you see these gorgeous mountains everywhere, snow capped. It really was just a gorgeous location. And of course, I'm sure all the locals thought I was insane. I kept pulling out my phone to take more pictures, but I kept thinking... They're probably used to it. You, you don't know where I live. I live in Flatlands. So. It's, it's, it's like you've never seen snow before. I know. <laughs> and then, okay, you, you do your business there. I do my business there. Um, you're on an accreditation visit. Yes. Um, for K-12. Yes. With that, so yes. got roped into doing that. Yeah. Uh, which is the interest. One of the interesting things to me about that is um, you got a phone call, I think, <laughs> or mm-hmm. some communication from somebody we know, and we'd already known that they were going to ask some people. Mm-hmm. Primarily, it's going to be me and you mm-hmm. um, to to help with some of these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy called you and was like, hey, I want you to go. This is near where you are. Mm-hmm. It's a great experience. And it was basically a learning thing. Come and shadow us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the day before you leave, you get a text from him and says the other uh, reviewer, mm-hmm. uh, somebody in his family has COVID or her family. I don't remember which. Him. Yeah. Uh, and he's not feeling that good today. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got called up to the big leagues. Yeah. You're on. You don't get to watch and observe. You have to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I think from what you told me you did, did final. Okay. So now it's time to come back. Yes. Yeah. We were finished at 1230 at the school. We started kind of hustling because now one of the three of us, their flights have been completely canceled uh, because they're going back to Texas. And Texas had a sweep of 
ice. And so they weren't even going to fly her out. She was going to sit in Colorado Springs and then fly out the next morning. And the other person in the party, he was going back to Tennessee and he basically got rerouted. He's getting all these texts like, oh, you're rerouted here. Oh, you're rerouted there. And he was rerouted to um, Chicago. How many times can you say rerouted? Oh, not very many actually. To Chicago. And he said, I'm not going to make it back. There, it's I'm going to get stuck in Chicago, which he kept saying, I really don't want to get stuck in Chicago. Because really, it's just a matter of like, do I spend the night in an airport or am I going to have to go find a hotel or whatever? Well, he ends up actually getting back to Tennessee, but then he can't drive home because the interstate is covered in ice and a 18-wheeler has jackknife. So, I mean, it's adventure all around me. And he lives... I'm what about an hour, hour and a half yeah. from the the major city airport yeah, yeah. there. So he was able to get there, and yeah. then he he stuck because <laughs> he, he can't get home. Yeah, he just gets a hotel room and waits it out. So I'm already thinking mm, this is probably not going to fare well for me, even though the weather was not in our neck of the woods. Uh, airports are all connected in a way that I right. thought, oh, this is going to impact me, but no delays. Okay. Everything's I, looking good. Everything's looking good. And so I get to the airport and I check in and there was a text about pushing me back like 30 minutes. And I thought, that's no big deal at all. Totally fine. And so I go, I actually have time to find my spot. I actually changed because I was wearing a dress and heels and it's like, that's, this is not the best way to fly. So I had time to change. I end up going and sitting down waiting for my flight to come. And in the meantime, I am noticing there's a little bit of change. Like something feels different and I don't really have a good explanation of that other than something just didn't feel quite right. You're clairvoyant now. Well, something was up. So finally got on the plane, go to Denver again. And that's when the world stopped. I was supposed to have like an hour and a half delay, uh, layover is the right word. Sorry. It ends up being multiple hours. Yeah. Close to nine. Really? No, no, that's, that's crazy. Right. I was thinking it was like four. No, oh, more than that, more than that, because I was supposed to be back in our home state at eight thirty-seven or something like that. At the I, airport? Yes. I thought you were supposed to be home at in our house about nine o'clock. N- give or take, yeah, a little bit. Okay, after, probably nine thirty. Okay, but we had not taken off from the Denver airport by eleven thirty. And I finally went up, I told you, because it had pushed, it had pushed, and it moved times, and then it moved gates, and it moved gates. So I finally told you, I said, I'm going to go ask the ticket agent, okay, like, what's the possibility I'm going to have to get a hotel room? Because we have a porchie that's there in Denver. She and I had already connected. And honestly, there's probably a hotel that's connected to the airport. And so I went up to the ticket agent. I said, look, I know you have no control over this, but I'm just trying to figure out, is there a point that you'll tell us we're not flying tonight? Because I didn't know. Like, is there a point that they just were like, nope, it's after midnight. We'll fly again at 6 a.m.? Like, I didn't know. So I go up to her. And you can tell she's a little stressed. She's not angry with me at all, but she's a little stressed. And I said, you know, I gave her the spiel. And she said, hang on just a minute, because did you just get that text? And I said, yeah, you know, it's one of however many I'd gotten that day. She said, let me make a phone call. Let me see where we really are, because there is a plane that's actually at our gate right now. (laughs) And I said, okay. I don't think I caught that part. Well, she called, because honestly, at that point, I don't think she believed that that was really going to be our plane either. Well, there were times that you were texting me that, oh, this has been pushed back to this time. And three minutes later, (laughs) you texted me a different time. Yes, yes. And then later on somewhere, uh, there were some polos that, oh, it's been pushed up 30 minutes. So it kept bouncing around. Yeah, oh yeah. It was such a mess. Well, she hangs up the phone and she says, that's our plane. That's really it. They just got to... Um, I guess, she, I don't remember if she said they needed to fuel or clean it before we got on, but she was like, you're going to board in just a minute. Oh, but don't let that plane sit there because that fuel valve would <laughs> get frozen true. over and then that's you can't so fill it up and you can't fly. Well, this one was a pretty, it's, 
here here's a good word for you. It was pretty janky. So we walked like it was held together with duct tape. No, just the whole experience because we walked out and then we got on an elevator and we went down to the ground floor and then we walked outside, which by the way, again, bitterly cold. I've had to do that yes. before. It's been a while since I'd done that. Um, I did it somewhere outside, I want to say Cincinnati oh, ooh. or maybe Kentucky, oh, somewhere in okay. that nature. Okay. There's a connecting flight yeah. there to, <laughs> to go to like Hotlanta or something. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Or, or maybe Nice Vegas. I don't remember. But yeah, so you get into this massive airport. Yes. And then you get on the next plane and you have to go out and it's, it holds like 12 people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was more than that, but not many. It wasn't a whole lot more. So no, we, we did get on. We It took them a little while because again, they've got a fuel, they've got to put the the luggage on there, which this is another one of those times I'm really glad I didn't check my bag because I thought for all of this chaos, there's no way those bags were actually going to get home to me when they needed to. Mm -hmm. And then they've got to de-ice it, which I feel like this is the first time I've heard that before, but they did that on all of my uh, flights this go around. And so they're spraying it. I meant to record it because it's quite the contraption. I've never seen them do that. Well, I sat by a window the whole time, so I did actually okay. see it. And so they, they de-iced us, and we touched down after midnight. And I texted you because I knew that you were probably about ready to crash. I mean, you're, you're a night owl, but I also know there was a point that, okay, this is too much. Well, it was like three days single parenting. So, <laughs> you know, have a new respect. Okay. But, I mean, I've had that anytime either one of us goes yeah. out of town, I think, like, man, how do, do some people oh, do gosh, this? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you texted me at twelve oh five, saying that you were you had landed. Yes, and so I I had already told you go on to sleep because I knew you would want to hear from me that I was uh, I had landed, and so yeah, because you still have an hour drive to right. the house, and that went remarkably. And well. we had talked about that, like, do you just when you land need to get a hotel room, yeah. or you can't do it around the airport? So you know, we didn't talk about those details. But yeah. I was going to say just go into downtown and go to the embassy suites. <laughs> At this point, I'll pay whatever yeah. with that. Thankfully, I was, I don't know if I'd just gotten my second wind or something. You were jazzed. I was, but I was totally fine because I'd even thought about, I'll roll down my windows and freeze my butt off to stay awake kind of thing, but I didn't have any trouble. Which I I'm, is shocking for you. It is, very much so. If I'm doing something, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I could stay awake for a couple of days oh. if I'm staying busy. Driving uh-huh. sometimes, I mean, that short distance I, that would be okay. Sometimes driving might be a little bit different. But. Yeah. I was a little worried. Yeah. It was, yeah, at one point, I mean, I'm like, are you coming home? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to figure out tomorrow? Right. Do I need to, you know, adjust some things, cancel some meetings? Yeah. And we had already decided based on, well, you may or may not get home. Uh, I talked with your boss and you were able to cancel <laughs> one class and we got the other class covered for you. By my boss. I know. He's what a, a swell guy. guy. Yeah. I know. You're your real boss. <laughs> What does I that mean? I like your mean? department head. Oh, your real no. boss We're stepped in you. and saved the day. Yes. With that, of yes. course, when you're talking constitutional law. And yes, it's perfect. Bill of Rights and stuff. Somebody can just step right in there with yeah, and wing it. That was perfect. So, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. And I did apologize to you because uh, you came in about 1.15. Yeah. And I didn't tell you this, but you had said something that, oh, you may just sleep on the couch so you don't bother me. I thought, well, that's kind of dumb. If you're, going, you're getting in so late, you're going to sleep in. Everybody's going to be up and through the living room, so you're going to have to get up early anyway. So uh, I made the decision without telling you, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. I pulled out everything I needed for the next morning, <laughs> put on the over near the bathroom so I wouldn't have to go into the bedroom. Uh, after your text, I kind of rolled over on the couch and started to try to go to sleep. I left a light on, a lamp, mm-hmm. so you would know somebody was in there. But you come in at like 1.15, you're slamming the doors, <laughs> you're kicking your luggage around, you're making all kinds of racket. And I'm like, all right, she's home. And then I hear you walk into the living room and look at, I feel you look at the couch. I'm rolled over with my uh, face facing the back of the couch. Uh-huh. And I almost felt jerky for this move. I did not say anything to you. I didn't roll over. And it's like. Okay. And you walked off. 
And then you go upstairs, and I hear you tromping around up there, which we've had all this. Old house, too. You're going to yeah. hear a lot of that, and I wasn't yeah. fully asleep. But I told you the next day when I finally heard from you that I, I heard you come in and all this stuff, but I was afraid to roll over and <laughs> engage in any sort of conversation with you because I had literally just superficially fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if I do this, I'm going to be up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I've got to get up at 5.30 to, I, I don't remember what was going on with the kids, but to do these certain things to mm-hmm. be able to get them, help get them ready and stuff. Yeah. And also, do you, do you have anything else you want to add there? I was just going to say, for me to have been as awake as I was with the drive over, I was actually really worried that I was not going to be able to fall asleep when I actually like got in bed. Mm-hmm. But incredibly, not only did I fall asleep, I think I fell asleep crazy hard to the extent that I fully expected I would have heard you guys moving around that morning. I would have heard you run in the shower. I would have heard you guys leaving the house. I heard nothing. So when I finally woke up, I thought, oh, I wonder if I can go say hi to the... Nope, nobody's home. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting, too. You had said at one point, well, if I'm up and, and ready, I'll stop by and say hi to the class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I didn't hear from you until like 11. or something of that nature so uh that's good that's good i'm also since that time i've been thinking that maybe you don't need to travel anymore (laughs) or maybe you don't need to travel on behalf of that particular organization okay because if you remember a couple of years ago you traveled to speak at one of their conferences oh yeah and you had some massive delays oh yeah uh and you were uh, stuck in bad parts of Memphis or driving through bad parts. Oh, you weren't man. stuck in Memphis, oh, but yeah. having to drive through bad parts oh, of Memphis man. to get to your location to where you had people that lived in that area, a couple other ladies telling you, okay, this is the route you need to go. You can stop here. You can't stop there. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm taking strangers it- in the airport. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Looking out for each other, which we greatly appreciate. Yes. Uh, but I don't think you realized it's the same organization. It had not clicked, no. A couple of horrible flight situations. So maybe you should should stop. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Or charge them more. I did actually have the thought, okay, I don't want to fly again for a long, long time. And then it occurred to me that when this podcast comes out, it will be three months, I think, to the day. Of when I fly to Europe. Oh, well, hopefully you have better experience with that. <laughs> well, it's not with that organization, so that's a running that's, start. That so. is, that is. So we're glad you're back. We're glad you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I loved listening to the podcast. Uh, you guys did great. I started listening on my flights, uh, and I texted you at one point. Um, <laughs> bless you. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. And then and, I put in parentheses, I'm listening to the podcast. Yeah, because I thought, well, that's weird. I don't know what this is about. Maybe that's supposed to be something else. Or I missed something I did, and you're like, you know, bless you for covering my classes. I don't know what it, <laughs> what it was, but yeah, it was some long, tiring days there because yeah. I was up. I made sure I was up early mm-hmm. every day, no sleeping in. Some, you know, typically my alarm goes off at five thirty, but sometimes when you have that eight o'clock class, I know you try to get out of here early, so I just lay in bed and, mm-hmm. and sleep a little bit longer to stay out of the way just in case. But aren't you nice? Up <laughs> and you know, running kids here, yeah. adjusting schedules, and so it was fine. But I'm glad you're back. <laughs> well, thank you. So uh, let's briefly go back to something we talked about a couple of episodes ago, okay. and then I'm going to have a few questions for you for conversational purposes. There's okay. no judgment here. Okay. So a couple of episodes ago, we talked about what makes a band a band, uh-huh. and when. You know, certain people aren't in it anymore. If they are, and we've already even had a recap of the of the recap of the original. <laughs> but I just saw this the other day, and I thought it was interesting. So Motley Crue mm-hmm. is touring again. Okay. Now I take issue with this. Okay. Uh, I went to their farewell tour. <laughs> Did you? Yes. I mean, they made a huge deal out of that. Mm-hmm. That we're not going to be like all these other bands that say they're retiring. <laughs> And then come back. Uh-huh. And they made this big deal of signing this contract <laughs> that said all that. And then here it is just a few years later. Well, the fans wanted it. We have to give them. Mm. It's okay to write off gracefully into the sunset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but so they're back touring. Mm-hmm. Except for Mick Mars. Okay. Mick Mars is their guitar player. Okay. Okay. And he's older than them. Uh, I don't remember how much older he is. And if you've seen some of the pictures from him in, in early bands, you would not associate that. Okay. Which also, I used to think 
His real name is Robert Allen Deal. Okay. <laughs> um, so when I was much younger, I didn't realize this thing about stage names. Oh, uh-huh. Even actors and actresses uh-huh. will take different names for uh-huh. SAG and other reasons, whatever. So you hear somebody's name. Mm-hmm. And they're a musician or they're a rock star. And I'm like, man, how'd you get so lucky? I mean, like, you are you were born to be a rock star. Destined. It's in the stars because yeah. of your name. Yeah. I didn't realize most of them were fake. <laughs> you know, even somebody like John Bon Jovi. That's not his real name? Um, no. Giovanni. Yeah, it's very yeah, yeah, close, yeah. It's but it, close. it changes. So uh, Mick Mars or Robert <laughs> Allen Dill, nobody's going to know that name if no. I had just said that, 71 years old. Okay. And he has retired from touring. Okay. He's still a member of the band, from what I understand. He's still going to write with them, record with them, but he's retired from touring. Good for him. Um, now, he does have a, um, a disease. Okay. And it's a de- degenerative disease. Mm-hmm. And he's had it for a long time. It's a struggle. Like the... Uh, his spine like is fusing together and some of oh his joints. My. So it's very difficult for him to play and to stand. Oh, and yeah. that's part of the reason he looks so sickly and stuff. Okay. Uh, with that. Okay. So I understand that. And, and yes, good for him. Right. But if you go see this, we're never touring again. We're not going to be like <laughs> other bands. We're retiring, retiring. Right. Psych. Motley Crue edition. Psych. Which out, without Mick Mars, are you seeing Motley Crue? Right. Now they, I would, I would be willing to go see this version of Motley Crue uh-huh. because John Five is playing with them. Who's John Five? John Five is, he is related to Nikki Six. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> was that as good? far as I know, that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't remember his wrong. John Five is a phenomenal guitar player. Um, okay. Most no, he did play with Marilyn Manson for a little while. Uh, a lot of what he's done lately has been with Rob Zombie. Okay. Um, he's he, got to be getting up there too, right? Oh, I would think so. Mm. Um, John Fife, go back, uh, played with Katie Lang, oh, okay. the country artist. I mean, he is phenomenal. Katie Lang was country? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or sort of. Okay. Sort of. Sort of. I want to say sortish, but that didn't sound like a real <laughs> word. So he is phenomenal. And I would pay money just to go see him. Oh, probably. okay. Okay. Um, he, he can probably do it all. But are you going to see Motley Crue here? Mm. But is there a difference because... Mick Morris is retired from touring mm-hmm. because he has this degenerative disease, which makes it really <laughs> painful. So do we make an exception for that? All these little asterisks out there. Well, it's no different than going to see whoever, but somebody's had a heart attack, so they can't play this yeah. weekend, but they still want to put on the show, so they bring in a ringer. Mm. Uh, I just found that interesting yeah. that they've started rehearsals, and some people had... I speculated it was John Five because uh, there had been some appearances by Rob Zombie, some oh. concerts, which like the old guitar player was there. Which so do you have to get sometimes have a fill in for a fill in and you know watch this <laughs> a shuffle there. But I just thought that was and and John Five has worked with the crew some. Okay. He, he's written some songs for okay. some of their albums and some things from that. So it's not unusual. But I just thought that was interesting and timely with some of our. Uh, previous discussions yeah. there. Yeah, two things. Two things. Lay it on me. Number one. Number one. I think you're going to have to get super photographer Bobby, super photographer to the stars, Bobby. What do you call it? Uh, There's something else. You have uh, a better name for it. World-renowned rock and roll photographer Bobby D. You're going to have to get him to uh, to go and photograph so you can go with him. So y'all can, because I have no interest in going to see that. Right. I don't, I don't know if they're coming near us. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, number two, I, I know this is going to feel like a stretch, but it actually does pertain because you made the comment about riding off into the sunset. Yes. So not a musician, but Harrison Ford apparently is making another Indiana Jones. He's 80. Why? That's my point. Like this whole idea. And and listen, uh, no offense to uh Harrison Ford, because he he has aged nicely. I I do think he's a fine actor, but I'm also thinking there's a decent amount of physicality to that particular role. Right. Why? Right. Why? Unless you are basically the old guy in the chair directing the young guy to go do the indie things. Do you know anything about 
this I film? I do not. I do Because could it be that he they're setting it up so they can continue I, and he's passing the torch I and he so. plays a minor role, not the big let's go I hope so. get the cup or whatever they're looking for? The only concern I have about that is I don't think the opportunities they've had, I feel like they've done at least one either spinoff or like a prequel or something like that, it did not go very well. And then they did one with Shia LaBeouf, like as his kid, maybe. And I don't think that went very well. I don't so, think I've seen that one. I haven't. I know I have not. It's, it's it's kind of hard for me to take him seriously in anything. Shia LaBeouf? Yes. Because wasn't he an Even Stevens? He wasn't Even Stevens. See, he was Steven or Even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was one of them. Yeah. What was his name in his that His sister's show? name was Ren. Yeah. And there's Tweety, or I don't know if it's Tweety or Tweety. Or Twitty. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't. Um, We're going to definitely hear from somebody on this one. Yeah, we could look it up, but we're not going to do that. It's hard for me to take him serious after watching Even Stevens. Yeah, and you loved that show. Yeah, it was good way back. A full grown man, you loved that show. I was a young full grown man. It was just mindless entertainment. Yeah, no, you know, with no. that. So I it's find it's been it downhill from there. It really has been. <laughs> Literally, um, I think. Yeah, I hope when I'm eighty, yeah, that I'm not still trying to relive my glory days. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's what any of these yeah, people no, are doing. No. There are going to be things I'm doing at eighty because if I make it that long, because I enjoy doing them. Yeah, but you know, he can't do his own stunts. I He's got brittle bones so. at that yeah, age. Yeah, is he taking calcium supplements? I hope so. But that's Drinking sort milk? of that whole idea of riding right. off. And, so when you said he's 71, I'm thinking, he's younger than Harrison Ford and he's still doing this. But well, the disease certainly does make a difference, I guess. Yes, yeah. I'm surprised he's been able to do it this long. Yeah. Uh, and you look I at him, he kind of just painful? stands there. Ugh. He doesn't do a lot of, of moving around because it is extremely painful I'm for sure. him. So I, yeah, I admire him for that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this we may have and if we have i apologize for <laughs> that kiss mm-hmm. i read a while back that gene simmons was just floating this idea out there that maybe kiss or is personas like it's the character oh. and that kiss could go on forever it would just be different people playing the part does that man not have enough money I mean, because he's going to sell the likeness is what he'll do. Well, or so he can still own and and do some of that. But to me, at that point, that's not how you start it. Again, it's it's different if it's a collective or it's, you know, it's supposed to be that. But I mean, so in 20 years, would you pay to go see Kiss? And it's a bunch of people, you know, maybe in their 30s. Yeah. Have you asked Coop about this? No. I'm I think he's kind of out of his yes, kiss face. Yes, he is. I think so, too. Although With he that. wore a kiss shirt today. Did you notice that? I did. Because <laughs> I did I think, did. oh, buddy, that might be a little small now. But he had a sweatshirt on when he left oh, the okay, house. Okay. So it, was, it might have just been his undershirt, and then he took off. Maybe. And a, by the way, for the porchies to know, like, we're not picking on Coop. He just does not ever stop growing. Right. And he doesn't really care. Like, none of that stuff well, matters until we say, you can't wear that anymore. And he's like, like, why not? My like toe's not coming fits, through it. But if he, like, yeah. stretches up, it's not, it rides up. Yeah, but yeah. most of the day, he had on his sweatshirt, yeah. or he did perform with his jazz band, but yeah. he had black on yeah. and shirt that actually. Yeah. Fit. yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we saw it actually, so that's so, legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those are interesting things, but I just, yeah, I can't imagine them. Yeah, right okay. off into the sunset. Yeah, I think okay, and it's okay. I, I think, think so it's too. okay for people to retire from whatever. Yeah, entertainment industry, you can retire. Yes, and you know, I, I don't know. It's not fair for me to say because I don't know any of these people personally. Mm-hmm. Is it an ego thing? Is it a money thing? Is it a I'm bored thing? Mm-mm. Because I think it's totally fine. Like, hey, I'm retiring, but, you know, you show up and, and play something every once in a while. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, you know, there's some of these musicians that they'll put on concert series, like a benefit mm-hmm. once a year for their kid's school or mm-hmm. something. You know, yeah. Neil Young had a big one oh. and grew out of that. Uh, and we can talk about that some other time. I thought you were going to say Neil Diamond, actually. I don't think Neil Diamond did, which is not his real name, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's it's right. It's a stage name. What's his real name? I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I did read that when he was uh, looking, trying to pick his stage name, one of the ones that was in serious uh, contention was Ice Cherry. Oh. <laughs> I am glad Neil Diamond uh, won Amen. out on that. I agree. <laughs> so, you know, there's probably somebody out there that uses their real name. 
<laughs> and people don't know it because they think, oh, that's just a stage name. It's well, probably Gene more Simmons than we think. Simmons isn't even his real name. No, it's not. He's got a Hebrew name. I can't. I don't know his real name. <laughs> I've heard his mom so. say it like, <laughs> like back <laughs> of the throat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't think Paul Stanley's his real name. I think I think right. Paul is right, but yeah. people – and sometimes they're they're close to their real yeah. names, but or not really. Or maybe that last name is actually their middle name or something so like that. Yeah. It's weird with some of those. Well, since we're on this music vein mm-hmm. – uh, I don't think we'll get to all of my questions okay. uh, for discussion today, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's one. I had a several things that happened uh, the past week or so that led me to thinking, oh, we should ask. I should ask you these questions. Get your thoughts. Porchies, feel free to weigh in mm-hmm. on Instagram at the Front Porch Sessions podcast. Uh, that's probably the best way to contact us both. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to phrase this question. Okay. I know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to phrase, I'm going to ask it two different ways. And if you don't answer it the way that I mean, we're going to have to discuss how, what I mean oh to get to the answer. Hmm. Okay. So when you listen to music, mm-hmm. which you don't often listen to music, <laughs> at least not in your car like a normal person. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that long ago I took your car somewhere, I cut on the radio, mm-hmm. and then you ran, ran, ran some errands, and later we let, you know, an hour later we went somewhere as a family, and the radio was off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Even if it's just background noise, mm-hmm. you have to drown out the other noise mm-hmm. with the background noise. Okay. <laughs> so this one came, I happened when you, I think you were actually back in town, but you had things to do uh, scheduling wise. So I needed to go pick up Cooper. Mm-hmm. And it was just uh, serendipitous timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in the, my car mm-hmm. and there for a split second, it was silence <laughs> right before this song started. So okay. I heard it from... In the very beginning, it's a very iconic song. It starts playing most, well, most everybody our age and probably most of the rest of the world, maybe, that may be a stretch, but most people are going to recognize the song in the first bar, okay. the first eight notes. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are going to get it in three. Okay. Um, sometimes I get it in one. Because just the tone of it. Okay. Definitely in two. And, and a radio station that comes into my office will use this in one of their commercials. And every time it starts, it takes me a second because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, it's this commercial. But I've kind of, there's, the, there's just something about it that I've kind of figured out when it's a commercial and it's a real song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts in, in listening to it. I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm zoned in. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to music, how do you listen or what do you listen to for, like, not how do you listen, oh, it's on the car radio, it's on my phone, it's on vinyl or whatever, but how do you actually experience? What are you listening for? Mm. And I just want to know, is, is yours, yours is probably very different than mine sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So take it away. I have no idea if I'm on the right track, so well, you'll I'll let you know if you're Yeah, wrong. I figured, I figured. Um, I listen to different things based on my emotion. If there, like, there are times that I'll I'll basically skip through songs that I ordinarily love, but it's not where I'm at right now. I don't want to listen. You're not feeling it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's usually based on emotion, unless it's just the radio station, in which case it may just be on, and that's all. Okay. Um, so when you're listening to this song mm-hmm. and it fits your your emotion or mm-hmm. your vibe at the time, as the mm-hmm. young kids say, <laughs> I don't know what the young kids say. Mm-hmm. We Rizzle W Riz, what is w it? W Riz. Yeah, I don't. That's a new one to me, folks. So things you learned from your daughter. <laughs> um, I feel like. But what? Okay, so you've picked this song or you stayed on it because of however it's making you feel, or if mm-hmm. it's the right song for the right time, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what are you listening to? How are you listening to it? I don't really know how to answer that, how to ask that question. <laughs> well, I sure don't know. Okay, how so to sometimes I'm just listening to the song and it is pure entertainment. I'm just going with it. Uh-huh. Other times I zone in on certain parts. Okay. And I don't know that there's a rhyme or reason for a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing if I'm holed up in the basement studio with a guitar and, and headphones on and trying to figure out something. That's totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this particular occasion, I'm I'm driving along, and all I can think about hearing this song is, man, that snare drum <laughs> sounds awesome. Mm. What did they, they do to that? Mm. How, how is it set up? Mm. So do you have times like that? And other times it's like, 
oh man, what that guitar tone is, mm. is whatever. And, and sometimes it's a vocal thing, but this particular song, uh, the snare drum, I'm like, how do I recreate a recording mm. with that particular snare drum? I would say there is an instrument that from time to time I find myself really locking in on. It's the guitar. No. Backpipe. It's the bass. The bass? Okay. And part of that, I'm sure, is because it's the backbone of so many songs, and it's that... A lot of times it's driving the song. Yeah, yeah. And the bass and the drums. And this is before Cooper picked up the bass, by the way. But some, <laughs> Which he has picked it up. I he mean, definitely has. We talked to, he mentioned it last week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say he's like 32% better than he was last week. It's insane. In just a week. And I it, don't know how many songs he's learned over the weekend. I a matter of hours. am stunned with his okay. tenacity with that, by the way, because the other child that lives just down the hall from him, like if she doesn't pick it up on the first try, she's like, I'm not meant to play bass. Like, that's it. Right, right. Okay, so, <laughs> so you may, sometimes you lock into the bass. I Why do. Why is it? I think it's because it's so behind the music a lot of times that A, when it comes forward and it's really evident in a song it just catches me and then b sometimes i <laughs> i feel like mm, i'm gonna be like really musically smart and look for that particular instrument mm-hmm. like it makes me feel a little closer to you and coop like i that can, you can pick out if what I can the pick instruments it out. are yeah. yeah okay and i get that there's sometimes i get locked in on the bass part yeah I mean, if it's a moving bass or it's driving the song like man and there are some songs you change that bass line or you take it mm-hmm. out it's you, a different song. Yeah, it is totally different. Yeah. That's the um, only one I can think of. I probably have from time to time picked up on the drums, um, but the bass is what I routinely remember looking for, trying to find it or paying attention to because it's so predominant. Okay. So probably ones that don't like just follow the route around and stick on the, <laughs> on the beat. Anyway, that's... I was going to say, I don't know how to that. We can talk about that. Okay. Okay. That works. Do you have a favorite bass player besides your son? Um, no. no. Okay. Um, no. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Matt Fike. <laughs> Maybe. I thought you'd have said Tom Drummond. Well, I actually thought about saying me because there was you one time You did play bass. On you did sit song. in once because we needed some help. Yes. And we taught you what to do and you yeah. did it and you did it well. Thank you. Just so we could have a piano solo. Yeah, which does yeah. go to show I can learn something if I really put my mind to it. <laughs> and, yes, and, and well, yes. One time we'll yes. have to talk about that, maybe. We will. Not that we I remember. <laughs> That's all right. I can tell you, we uh, we made it very easy for you. Yes, you did. Very easy to you, and it wasn't the real baseline, but it worked. It worked. It worked for what we needed to do in that mm-hmm. moment in time. I was just wondering. With that. So I have Porchies out there, and some of you may be like, I don't, I just listen to it and drift yeah. off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, just drift away. Mm-hmm. You and Dobie Gray, <laughs> you know, just drift away Yeah. with that. And that's totally fine. And I can't really say that there's a rhyme or reason when this happens to me. Mm-hmm. It's just some songs are just, I don't know, maybe it's just in the moment it hits, boom. Because yeah. I've heard this song a hundred times. Yeah. Actually, I've heard it more than a hundred times, probably a hundred thousand times. Whoa. Probably. It's Sweet Child of Mine. Oh. So when I say most people will get the first bar with the eight-note intro there. I've been I to Sweet Home Alabama, so. Um, no, I haven't locked in a on the snare bird? with that. Oh, free Bird is iconic. And, well, when and you hear, tones, I, what, one or two notes? And you're like, yeah, yep, I know you what know that what is. that is. Yeah. And when you get to that guitar solo, it makes you want to speed. <laughs> um, but there was just something about that song in that day like man that's a great snare mm-hmm. Boom. i don't and i didn't listen to anything else i'm just like man i'm honing in on that snare and then here comes the kid getting the car and like okay you're gonna distract me so <laughs> no i think it maybe it ended at that point but okay. there are others and what is interesting too if you look at different time periods mm-hmm. uh how different things sound sure and you go back and you look particularly with some of the drum stuff like man that snare is dead mm. or it's a horrible sound and you get these <laughs> others it's just like what did they do? Yeah. It's like the angels shined upon it that day. <laughs> I love how much Cooper has learned about that because like he now talks about the drums technically. Yeah. Like he'll talk about certain things and he'll say, "Oh, that needs to be tuned" or whatever, and I'm thinking, 
you really are a miniature virtuoso in my own house. Like I he's, think it's. I think he's becoming that if he'll he'll focus in on some things. Well, and mm. that's kind of hard for him because he's mm. just like you. He picks up another instrument. And he's like, okay, give me a few minutes and I'll be there with you. Like I can I can pick it up. Oh, I don't know about. If I can do that. I'm going to brag on you both for just a second. I describe you this way to our students that, um, (laughs) uh, that you can basically pick up almost, I don't know that I've seen you not pick up an instrument and be able to kind of pick around on something. Fake my way through it. Yeah. You can totally do that. I cannot. And Cooper has definitely picked up that talent as well. I mean, you posted the picture of him with the stand-up bass. <laughs> yes. And he had never seen, I, he had obviously uh, yeah, seen, seen one, it, but, but he had never touched one right. until we were in that store. And, you know, it doesn't have frets or anything, yeah. but I, he, we were doing our business and went and checked on it. He's like, yeah, I was just playing Stacy's mom. And I got pretty close and <laughs> figured out where it was just by listening. So that's, that's pretty I cool. I love it. I haven't told you this, uh, but I have looked at getting some additional instruments. Oh, boy. <laughs> because one of them is problematic because I, I think it was to do it right, it's going to be more than I'm willing to spend. Is it a stand-up bass? No. Oh, thank goodness. I'm, I want to get a pedal steel guitar. Oh, good grief. Which is a different... I mean, I I have to learn to play it because it's in a different tuning and how you do it. Oh, my goodness. And like, could I get a lap steel and would that be enough? But then would I just do it in standard tuning and it's not going <laughs> to help? Um, and also maybe a banjo. <laughs> what cracks me up about so. all this is, A, you have way more expensive hobbies. B, I'm worried about I don't spend which money, pair do, of black pumps I'm going to wear tomorrow. And you're thinking <laughs> about, I should get a new... St- I should get a steel, you know, like you're, you're, yes, you're thinking thinking through all this stuff. And I'm like, I am so simple. (laughs) It is a, just a different world that you and I live in. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, and and this goes back to what you said at the beginning. We don't have to share a brain and we do not. (laughs) We don't. Thank goodness. Cause we would be broke if that were true. (laughs) I think part of it is, I don't know a banjo player. Oh, so you need to become the banjo player? I need player? to become a banjo player so I can put together a rock grass group. I, I tell you what, when you teach Coop how to play guitar, and he actually can play guitar, truly, then we can talk about a banjo. Maybe from a pawn shop, but we can talk about a banjo. But uh, until that point, Okay, no. but I don't need a guitar player. <laughs> I need a banjo player. I know, but I'm, I'm putting a challenge to you. I can. What if I teach Cooper either to play mandolin or banjo and i play the other mm. because i've already got a guitar player and i already are no one and i already have a bass player that would i mean both of these individuals i'm thinking of they they fall into that vein one of them definitely the other one i can talk into it because they don't <laughs> we haven't known each other that long it goes back you know 20 years to hey guys i've got an idea <laughs> and, and and one of them our friend matt's gonna be like i'm in he doesn't even have to hear the idea. He knows it's oh, going to be crazy. He, he knows it's going to be off the wall, but it's going to be a blast. Well, I don't know who will giggle first, me or his wife, Kelly, because she hears it. She knows it. She's she like, knows what's coming. To here him. we go again. Yep. 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 Here yep. we go again. So. Yep. No. Okay. No. I'm, I'm putting down the challenge. Um, then we can talk about it. I want everyone to hear that. I want the porchies to know. I said, we can talk about it. Not that we're going to go buy you a banjo because I already see your face. You have already price. I have not. It. I okay. have not. I have not looked. <laughs> I have looked a little bit for pedal steels. Okay. And how much does that? I don't cost? remember. And then I was like, oh, I can get this lap steel, but it's not the same. <laughs> Uh, for it was on sale. It was a decent price. It was pretty cheap, actually. What's that it's not mean? Good quality. Oh, at the time it was on sale for like seventy nine dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very low end. Just You're, to see, you just have very but expensive hobbies. No, I that, don't. I mean, no, you do. You absolutely no. do. Collecting guitars. Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I. You know, everybody has to have a hobby. I could be Jay Leno and collect classic cars. So you're getting off better. Mm. Okay. I'm yeah. saving you money. I'm saving you money. <laughs> he has money to burn. So. We don't know that. Mm. We don't know. Well, is it kind of in poor taste since, like, I think he caught on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I was just about to make reference to that, but I hadn't put I'm the two together. <laughs> oh, it is probably starting to get a little late, and we're getting late night Christy here. Yes, and by the way, so. he is perfectly fine. He he He's fine, so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like. Anyway, I better stop. You better stop before you dig yourself a big <laughs> hole here. 
Um, okay. Okay. So back to the question here, Porchies. <laughs> when you listen to music, what do you listen for? How do you listen? Again, I the device you're using, but mm-hmm. do you hone in on something? Is yeah. it sometimes? Is it all the time? Um, and it just varies for me. Yeah. And I wish I could think. There's a couple of other songs that I hear occasionally on the radio. Yeah. yeah. That in my mind they have the perfect snare drum. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to other songs and people are like, oh man, these drums, they're so great. And, they're what, and I hate to tell you, it's a drum machine. Oh. Some was, of the iconic classic drum fills that oh, people are sure. all over about, it was a drum machine. Yeah. And it was manipulated. Just let it be. And then, Just let it go. you know, somebody had to go back and figure out how do we play this live on a real mm, drum yeah. kit. And I'm not going to tell you which ones. That's fine. It, they're well documented yeah. if you know where to find it. Well, I was going to say, I did have a, a thought that I do sometimes look for the piano. Part of that is mom, because my mom is a pianist. And then um, I've it's well documented on the podcast. I'm a huge Beatles fan. And so I oftentimes find myself looking for the piano part in those songs. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, that's kind of what I think about. I'll, I'll listen to that because there was a point in time where Cooper was part. trying to, and he still does. He still can actually pick stuff out on a piano that I From think, time oh, I wish time. he would learn to play this. I wish he would learn to play a few things, but oh, other, other things that have gotten his interest I know it Um, sometimes with piano yeah I'll get that also too sometimes I will lock in on the harmonies Mm. and way back when you may not even be getting some of the podcatchers only go back 100 episodes or something and we have like 180 something releases oh yeah so you have to find alternative ways to get them if you really need to go way back to the beginning let me know and I can help you out with some of that. Well, I wonder if my brother but, ever did that because he told us he was going to go to the beginning and listen. And mm. he couldn't go all the way back nope. with where he was looking. And he never even commented on the episode he was allegedly listening to. Oh, that's true. Which might have been the first one with his wife. It, it was. It was. And we never heard anything about it. So I'm thinking he didn't actually listen. All right, sister-in-law, Heather. Give uh, us he an pulled a fast one on us. <laughs> Uh, which we did hear from cousin Nicole. She's getting caught up and says new kids on the block would not be new kids on the block if one of them were not there. And I she gave me same. everybody's name. Oh, okay. I don't remember them now, but <laughs> uh, she I did give same. me every, and that my, my aunt had a cookbook and my uncle put a recipe in it for okay. like Campbell soup. And oh. it was open the can and dump it in the, the pan type thing. I would um, not. So. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're going to say, and my family likes you. I know. No, I was actually thinking that there was something kind of like that in your dad's cookbook. Something like super simple. <laughs> it might have been. Uh, yeah. So that's all it is. It's nothing offensive. I, well, I don't think so anyway. But you know, there are people that probably don't know how to do this stuff. So. Honestly, I am the person that checks that kind of stuff because if it's overly simple, I'm thinking, oh, what if I mess this up? Mess this up? <laughs> like how do I bake do a potato? I have absolutely Googled that. Well, sometimes that makes sense because you're looking at the time and the temperature. That mm-hmm. becomes important. Also, what type of potato you're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. is important because yeah. uh, it may not be the right type for baking. Agreed. Or it may take longer mm-hmm. or stuff. So anyway, back to what we were saying, yeah, listening yeah. to sometimes the harmonies. Yeah. Uh, it's been many years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the name of it, but there's like a three-hour documentary on the Eagles. Oh, Yeah. And I watched it over a period of time, yes, a period yes, of yes. days to to watch it. And up until that point, I never realized how good they were. Right. I remember As you musicians that. and then singers, but you listen to some of that, particularly that early stuff, yep. even the later stuff, but particularly yeah. that early stuff, you hear those harmonies. Yeah. Holy cow. Seven Bridges If Road, I was a crier, always. that would bring tears to my Aww. eyes. I mean, it's you. that good. Okay. It's that good. And just their musicianship, which I'd always written off yeah yeah they're good because you hear all these songs on the radio Mm -hmm. and whatever but when you start really to break it down Mm -hmm. yeah seven bridges road is is a good example yeah they're probably better examples too when you you look at that's just the one that comes right to me so i've got some other questions but we will save those uh, for for a different day i will actually try to write these down i've remembered them for a couple of days now that does not (laughs) doesn't that doesn't mean anything and it's probably good. Maybe I should prep you for one of them okay. so you're not on the spot because I'll have to explain it because 
it could potentially come across as offensive. Oh boy! It's not intended that way. I am now. It's very for discussion. Intrigued. Okay. It's for discussion. So, okay. well, what's new with you? Well, um, I flew for the first time in a long time. I went to Colorado Springs for the first time in a very long time. And I ate in a restaurant that basically I said, we have to eat there. I didn't even look at the menu. It was the sheer name of the restaurant that I was like, we have to eat there. We just have to eat there. It was called the Skirted Heifer. And I don't typically try to go out of my way to mention it. However... Not a sponsor? Not a sponsor. Are they interested in sponsoring us? I don't know. But they probably don't need us to sponsor because it's kind of a hole in the wall downtown Colorado Springs. We go in and it's... I mean, we've been in places like this before. It's small. There's probably only six tables in there. So we order. It ends up being a burger joint, which is perfect because I love a good hamburger. And they had Well, you should because you ate like six of them on I that trip. I ate a lot. More than Too I wanted to. Too many for me. To. Yeah. So order. And then I we're sitting down at a table and I look up at the wall and I see a picture of Guy Fieri and he'd signed it. He had come there for drivers. No, I meant drivers dine-ins and dot no triple d triple d yeah <laughs> i never can diners drive-ins and dots. there you go diners diners, diners not drivers one. yes diners <laughs> so drivers is how he gets that camaro yeah to other places I, I bet they trailer it and have somebody tow it i just I bet nobody drives it across <laughs> no it's the same camaro it's like a 68 Oh, okay. Fine. Whatever. Not that I'm paying attention. I don't really care. Um, but that's that's what's new with me. I ate in a triple D approved approved restaurant. Okay. Well, we're assuming it's approved. Well, yes, you're right. They could have bought the <laughs> bought the poster and. Well, now I have read uh, some things with him. Maybe some interviews where they're talking about it or showing the secrets behind the show. And there are some places they've gone that he didn't like. Oh. Um, and they're filming, so he says something kind of nice but it's uh, generic and vague oh, okay. with that and i don't know if those actually ended up making the air or uh, what i'm gonna have to go back and see if i can find where yeah. that information came from so i can go watch those see if yeah. i can figure out what episodes you see to watch yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh the other thing i'll just mention and this is for sister-in-law heather i have started i'm about halfway through with the harry and megan um documentary because she's wanting to have somebody and, to talk it over with and that's the sequel to Harry and the Hendersons? Yes, okay. exactly. Yes. And I do think I'm expecting at any moment the Harry Beast to come through. Okay. Yes. So when will you finish that? <laughs> Great question. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's it's an easy watch, and it's actually so there's a I, decent amount of history in it, by the way. Well, you should be all about that. I know. So I've got a little bit of time to figure out the logistics of yes. the remote recording podcast but don't take forever because do. i need to finish it so i don't forget so i can actually have a conversation with how her. many episodes do you have left um three okay and i think they're an hour each all right maybe, so maybe i've not. got like two months <laughs> <laughs> to figure it out now we got a little bit of time but yeah okay because if we're worse gonna comes worse i can do it it's over spring break okay which is you know which i won't be here for most of so no. that'd be great yeah okay so we can figure that out and then Go from there. Yeah. 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 About is it a special episode or yeah. is it a regular episode or okay. whatever? We'll figure it out. Okay. So what's and new? And then with other you? people can chime in. Hey, what's new with you? What's new with me? I think for the first time ever, I pan fried chicken. You did. Like real chicken. It was so um, good. Bone in chicken. So chicken good. Chicken on the bone. <laughs> I don't know. What do you say? Like real chicken. Chicken on the bone is what chicken on the bone. Your bone nephew in. said. Yeah, but he was like four. I know, but I still love um, it. Yeah. So <laughs> typically we deep fry it. Mm-hmm. Like pull out the big fryer. Yeah. And fry it. Um, there were a couple of reasons I did it this way. Mm-hmm. One is we were watching some TV shows in the morning about fried foods in the Mm -hmm. south and they went to one place and they talked about that with the pan frying and Mm -hmm. cast iron skillets instead of the deep frying that the other places had been doing on that show i thought oh we could try that Mm -hmm. and uh don't have to pull up the big fryer maybe it doesn't take as much Mm -hmm. uh, grease and some (laughs) of those type of things uh coop was off competing that day Mm -hmm. he told us not to come he didn't want us there (laughs) <laughs> we could have shown up, but he, you know, I, that's fine. He'd made some adjustments to what he's, uh, I understand he's trying to get that worked out. I thought, you know what? You're going to come home with some medals. Yeah. Even if it's just for your, your group 
presentation yeah. or project or reenactment, whatever it's actually called <laughs> there. O-I-D. So you love fried chicken. Uh, we're going to do it for that. So I bought a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. And I was going to cook more than we needed because there was gumbo coming the next day. Yeah. And I was going to use it for that. Uh, but I, I decided, well, let's try this pan fry. Mm-hmm. Well, then he tags and says, can I go uh, eat with my friends mm-hmm. when we get back? Because mm-hmm. they would get back about supper time. Like, we're having fried chicken tonight. He responds a little bit later. Okay, I can have leftovers if there's any. <laughs> Well, he comes home. He's here for a little bit because there's some prima donnas in his group. Yeah. And it's fine for me to say that because one of them's like his best friend since yes. birth. Yes. Uh, like, well, I need a shower. I need to do this. So it, he was here while we were eating. Yep, he and had eat. some stuff. And I don't, he said something about it. I'm like, well, you know, I did this for you mm-hmm. because I knew you were going to win some stuff and you really love fried chicken. It was kind of, he's like, you could have told me that. And oh, I would have said, like, no, no. I, it didn't matter. You make your own choice with yeah. that. Uh, so I didn't fry as much. If so, I would add to cast iron skillets going to get it done. But here's the thing. Um, Callie asked, does it taste different? It does taste different. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit different. I'm not saying one is better than the other. No. Uh, but it is a little bit different. Yeah. With that. I think it stayed hotter longer. Oh, okay. Um, and a little bit juicier. I was going to say, I think it was juicier. That. Yeah, which makes no sense to me, but it was... It, yeah, it does. And, and realistically... I don't know that it took any more time than deep frying it. And I don't think it made the house smell as much as the deep frying does, which is very bizarre. Which is very, because this is open. Yeah. Yeah. The other one of them we have has a cover. But it's still. Yeah, it does. So that, you know, if we had fried all of it, I would have pulled out probably every cast iron skillet we have, which is only two. I mean, otherwise it's like the individual size yeah. cornbread thing that yeah. I don't know how big that is. Well, you do have one so I could that do like, like you could fry an egg. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the one I'm oh, talking okay. about. I thought you were talking about your um, your actual cornbread. No, no, you couldn't do that. You. I'm talking about a little bitty thing. Gotcha. Um, so probably we have a big one, we have a not so big one, and then we got <laughs> little bitty ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the thing is when I realized this probably didn't take any more time because normally we're frying like leg quarters. Yeah. Here we did thighs and legs. Mm-hmm. And to do, you know, two batches took about the same amount of time it would have taken me to fry it in the deep fryer. Yeah. So, yeah, I might try that again more. It it was success with that. It was great flavor, great juiciness. I was just, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. And really, I know this sounds so silly, but my only complaint ever with fried chicken is that it does make the house smell like fried food, and I did I not know notice that, that this time. Yeah, I don't know that it did. Yeah. Which was, was shocking. Yes, very but much so. But again, the thing that it didn't really, I was expecting it to take a lot more time. Yeah. And that it started a little bit earlier than, mm-hmm. well, I started later than I wanted to because I was doing so many things. But um, <clears throat> the fact that it didn't really take any longer, I may be willing to do it more often yeah. with that. Because it's kind of a hassle if we bring up the big fryer, the turkey fryer, indoor turkey fryer to fry chicken. Mm -hmm. And we leave that thing on the counter for a couple of days because it's so hot. And then you got to drain the oil. And, well, if it's out, let's, you know, use it for all these things. (laughs) But, yeah, this was a lot easier. Yeah, it was great. Well done, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you for feeding me. (laughs) You're very welcome. We had an eventful weekend of food, so we had fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day, so what I didn't end up frying cause Coop wasn't going to be here to eat it all. And I would have used the fried chicken mm. if we needed to. We had gumbo, mm-hmm. uh, chicken, sausage, and shrimp gumbo, mm-hmm. sloppy roast good. beef sandwiches. Very good. Uh, then followed it up the next day with red beans and rice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we all are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I stay chubby. <laughs> well, until next time, folks, I've been Billy and I've been Christy and you've been listening to the front porch sessions podcast. See ya.